Hi there, and welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, today we are on episode 6 of the podcast. Um, our topic for today is strength training for the elderly, uh, but before that, as normal, we have a bit of an off-topic, and today's off-topic is our favourite feats of strength, uh, online or in person. Yeah, so I think my impressive one I was very easy to think of is um, when I was in Texas with the GB Junior Powerlifting team watching big Ray Williams squat. It was like four, what was it that year? It was like 440-odd kilos, like over a 1,000 pounds like in person. It was mad. I totally forgot about that being a thing in, um, in Killeen. I haven't seen Ray Williams yeah. in ages. Neither have I. I like I totally forgot about it until I saw like I saw the notes of just like in person. I was like, "Oh yeah, damn!" It was just in like and watching like all the other super heavies go out who are obviously strong as all hell, all squatting like four hundred plus, but looking like uh, they're about to like just collapse under their third squat because obviously it's like four hundred twenty kilos or whatever, and then he just walks out with like. Or fifty or whatever, it, it it doesn't look like it cares. I do. Uh, yeah, I was about to say I do remember all of Ray Williams' ridiculous squats, just looking RPE very easy, like even five hundred. Yeah. Like yeah, like <clears throat> there's always people always question whether he gets depth and stuff, and I'm not there to ref, but like it, it they look so easy in comparison to the rest of the field, like just like yeah, bad. It's wild. I do remember when that um that thing came out where they put him in one of those like the horse MRIs or whatever it fucking was and found yeah. out he had like the largest amount of fat free mass ever recorded on a human or something. Yeah. It's it's humble it's insane. I'm pretty sure Al might somewhere have a photo of like her beside him. That'd be funny. I would I would enjoy that. Maybe not. Or maybe George does. But yeah, oh it was just that's definitely in person, just like mad. That would just be funnier because Alice is like, well, she competing yeah, at 50, 57 or 63 or something. Yeah, that comp, she weighed in at 55.6. <laughs> Next to Ray Lewis, who's like 505. No, he's, yeah. he's a large man. <laughs> the, um, what would be mine in person? Um, I think my in person is probably going to be uh, when Luke Richardson squatted three, 360, 380, whatever it was at that juniors, yeah. mainly yeah. because I was spotting it. And like yeah. being that close to that amount of weight whilst someone is attempting to lift it yeah. for the first time is wild. Or, or yeah, I suppose or us spotting Tony at um, yeah, the 415 the 415 yeah. Yeah, 415 at, um, at Home Nuts. Yeah, that was pretty wild. Or just uh, oh, what's it? Uh, is it Paul Swinton? The boy up in Aberdeen. Yeah, yeah. Mainly just ragdolling you around a bench, a bench shirt. That was awesome. That, that was quite funny, to be fair. That was, <laughs> that was a funny feat of strength. Getting And just his in general strength wandering about. Yeah, it's quite crazy. Like, I didn't really expect to get... Ra like, back then I was like, I don't know, maybe 100 kilos plus or something. Yeah. I didn't really... I didn't really get ragdolled by many many actual humans but until I no. played, like, real contact sports. But Jesus, yeah, Paul Swinton just, like, yeah. uh, threw me about like a dishcloth. Again, same with Tony Cliff. I've never been thrown around like an absolute child, even, you know, 
It's yep. like 15 years of rugby, and Tony Cliff on one night out just treated me like a two year old. Just like, picked you up just... at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> just walked you out of the premises, if right. I recall. I was just like, there is nothing I can do here. Yeah. We're, go- <laughs> we're going because Tony said so. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Right. So, our topic for today is uh, strength training for the elderly. I mean, just before we started this, we were both like, what do they mean, elderly? So, I think it would actually be yeah. quite interesting to define. Yeah, um, I suppose we did. We briefly touch on it on one before. I think we briefly touched on it one where we were talking about um, weight training. Anyway, we essentially is it. I think scientifically, it's sixty-five and over, isn't it? Potentially, From like a scientific study point of view. I uh, yeah, I can't remember if there's an official. Uh definition for when someone is is elderly i i think usually yeah. when i when i read research stuff it's usually just people in ages of like because you know how the fuck it, like everything is defined with a plus or minus and a mean or whatever yeah. it's just like oh, it's, where it's all ranges yeah where the, the range of participants were 60 years old plus or minus five years or whatever the hell like yeah that, that kind of shtick oh maybe it was a blog we did anyway yeah there's definitely something that was like um but yeah, it's, it's definitely, I feel, around, well, actually, almost fully enough retirement age at the moment. But, um, yeah. The, I, I think this is where powerlifting has a problem because you're a master's once you hit 40. And is weightlifting not even earlier? It's like 30. Yeah, weightlifting starts in the 30s, I think, for masters. Yeah, and cycling's 30. So a lot of sports are like, yo, you're a master's now because you're 30. And you're like, oh, great. Doesn't mean you're elderly. Yeah, I th- I think in this specific context, strength trainer for the elderly might mean um a, like a more aging population. So people who yeah, yeah like my my own personal definition of when people are kind of getting into the uh, the elderly thing would be like in sixties. Yeah. But um, uh, with regards to strength training for the elderly, uh, the main number one, it's a great benefit to do uh, as long as it's managed well people's mm-hmm. ability to recover is going to be impaired uh, as they get older purely just cause stuff don't work like it used to like the, your ability to perform stuff and recover from training is a little bit impaired hormonal changes um ladies might have gone ladies will have probably gone through the menopause at that point dudes will have hit that kind of natural testosterone dip like at the yeah. kind of edgier forties, so they'll have been well in there. So people's ability to tra- recover will be impaired. But if you manage training, it's certainly a benefit. Um, yeah, definitely. The general principles are still kind of the same, just your like parameters of how much training you can do are different. Like you yeah. still need to train within the volumes that you can handle every week. You still need to do sensible stuff. Just the fact that that's not as much as it used to be is kind of yeah different. i would yeah i would manage expectations greatly like having yeah. uh like with people who are in an elder like a, an elderly population having them doing any kind of loaded resistance training is fantastic um personally the big ones that i usually go for reference i coach a fair number of people in their 60s um talking 10 plus over the years having yeah. Like maintaining, especially for people who've never really done resistance training before, like maintaining a strong sit to stand, um, 
not quite a squat. Like, it has to be, uh, because you start a squat at the top, so you get to maintain tension. I mean, like a, like a cold mm -hmm. kind of get out, like get off of low surface type yeah. stand under load. Um, single head stuff is really handy. Overhead stuff is really handy because that's where quite, quite a lot of them can struggle for getting stuff off of shelves or like putting things up on shelves and stuff. So maintaining like loadability overhead and just generally staying active, like weight management and stuff gets a lot more relevant and important and has a lot more negative outcomes the longer you leave it not addressed. Yeah. Um, I think it's the idea that strength training has to be like, well, when you're younger, it's like all big barbell squats and deadlifts and all this stuff. Actually, mm -hmm. especially in that aging population, you're trying to fight like the onset of sarcopenia, mm -hmm. like muscle muscle wasting. Um, and that can just be as simple as like you moving around through some challenge. That, that is a form of strength training. Um, so you, it's, you don't have to be like smashing big weights all the time, especially if you're just starting out. Not at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, funnily enough, one of the listed treatments uh, for sarcopenia is resistance training. Yeah. It's good to start early. It's very good. Um, it's It'll be interesting as the research kind of develops. So, like, one one kind of thing that obviously is only anecdotal because it's just two dudes on a podcast um, is that out of the kind of older people you know, so, like, if you, whoever you are listening to this, look at the people you know who are in their 60s or older, um, if there's any of them that are still really active and, like, up and about doing a whole bunch of stuff, they're also likely in decent physical nick too. It's looking more and more like the only reason that they are still physically up and active is the fact that they have like maintained being up and active. Like yeah. it isn't uh it's less so a genetic lottery type thing and more just they've always been active and so if they are those kinds of people that essentially refuse to sit down and are just always doing stuff. Yeah. they will just remain always doing stuff because it's more like uh, as long as you don't get into any kind of long periods of detraining, which I think is where some of the issues may occur in that like if somebody, obviously like geriatric falls and stuff are quite a big thing um, yeah. for putting people out of action. Um, they're like one of the main causes of stuff like hip replacements and people ending up um, what's the word? as dependent like needing care because they can't uh, move about or get out of chairs yeah. and stuff because they're trying to like um, deal with a big hip like a broken leg essentially yeah something alice actually <laughs> talks about a bit so that's for people that don't know my wife alice is a doctor she spent a decent amount of time in geriatrics but a lot of the things she saw is like when people fall and then become inactive like their overall health just like crashes mm. so you end up seeing them more and more and it's mainly down to not moving enough yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that if that does come because it seems like such an easy preventative of um, yeah. if there was, uh, or maybe like again, obviously like it's a it's a big complicated issue, but like sorting the the return to independence, Independence Day two type, uh, not well, maybe not with Mills Will Smith anymore. He's, he's too busy slapping folk. Um, 
but getting getting folk back and moving around asap as part of the kind of yeah. recovery and even just convincing people because it's like it is quite hard when you have an injury that you will have to deal with the pain and it seems very it seems like a lot better way at the time to just do whatever isn't painful yes but you, yeah, yeah, yeah you do in some form have to kind of push the discomfort to then like regain the function yeah but um so yeah strength training for the elderly overall great shout 100 percent. also lots of emergence of benefits of creating monohydrate on brain function and potential uh for staving off uh kind of uh, brain related conditions associated with older age so get your granny lifting weights and on creatine all at the same time yeah getting yoked <laughs> getting yoked yeah, that stuff will be that will be wild if that comes out as like really beneficial because creating yeah. costs nothing. Or it costs nothing now. Oh, if they I saw some people there was some shenanigans going on about people like massively spiking the price of creating in some places. Yeah, well, I mean, I imagine if it comes out as something actually <laughs> very, very, very beneficial to that sort of area, the price will probably go up. Yeah, it'll be keen to see. Um, is there anything else around training the elderly? Literally anything is good, like walking, gardening, yeah. like out and about, doing stuff. All of it's great. Um, specifically yeah, doing some low key great. Yeah, doing some resistance training, moving some stuff about, sit to stand, single leg, loaded carries. Uh, maybe worth chucking in that if people are worried about balance issues, like obviously there are specific neurological complications that can affect balance. Um other stuff like i don't know labyrinthitis and like various other conditions but if assuming uh no complications strength training is also great for balance like your, yep. your ability to distribute force greatly helps your ability to balance on a point yeah and yeah i think that's us for episode seven pretty sure we covered all the other aspects i can think of anything else we haven't touched on you think not in that aspect no Awesome. Well, we will see you guys for the next one. Cheers.